Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm good. What's the buzz, cuz? Oh, the buzz, you know, just normal, everyday living. Just, just normal bees out there making honey. Just gotta make that honey, sunny. Yep. Uh, isn't it funny? You gotta make that honey, sunny. I just, uh, you often complain that I don't ask you how you're doing, mm-hmm. so that's a good phrase now. What's the buzz, cuz? Turn it back on you. Sure, yeah, that that works. Thanks for uh, taking notice. I don't think you've asked me in, like, probably months. Uh, so. it's, it gets tiring. I mean, you, you throw it on me, I have to come up with how I'm doing. I gotta keep it fresh, and I gotta ask you how you're doing. That's a lot to... It is a lot, and you know, honestly, when you ask me what's the buzz, like, you know, how am I, I'm like, I don't know, how am I doing? I'm just existing in this world from day to day, doing my best. You're just a worker bee. (laughs) Buzzing, yeah, Yeah. that's true. So, uh, I thought we could have a little fun here. Uh, I like having fun. Yeah, it's good. I like fun. We have fun. Much like they might be giants, I like fun. Mm. And, uh... Today, Asthmatic Kitty, the label that was started by Sufjan Stevens, tweeted, like, what's the Sufjan lyric that describes you right now? And I said, we're all going to die from Fourth of July. Very good response. Yeah, works on multiple levels. And uh, so I thought it could be fun to do that with uh, some other artists and come up with just lyrics that, that describes our mood or how we're feeling stuff we've been thinking on you got any uh you want to um, give a shot you know one that always pops into my mind is heart of gold by neil young mm. um you know it keeps me searching for a heart of gold and i'm getting old I, that's how i feel a lot just like within myself i'm trying to uncover like my best self and i just feel like i'm getting older and older uh you know marching towards inevitable death uh so <laughs> that's pretty cool huh yeah that's kind of a bummer one uh but you are trying to uncover your best self i mean sometimes live your best life <laughs> sometimes unless like the bachelorette is on or you know bachelor in paradise or you know the bachelor <laughs> pretty much anytime any bachelor show is not going you're your best self. spoiler alert they're pretty much on almost every month of the of the year so i did watch a little bit of the bachelorette (laughs) and dude that it's pretty entertaining it it makes me feel weird it's like a weird space to be in yes but it is pretty fucking hilarious here's what i what i recommend for people out there thinking should i watch the bachelorette or the bachelor um no you should not but you should check out bachelor in paradise because it does not like the the two main flagship shows take themselves so seriously like we're going to find love and get married yeah. after 6 weeks but bachelor in paradise is just ridiculous pretty much yeah. yeah and it's like they they don't take it too seriously it's it's they have fun with it and people do uh go to fucktown nice that's a good town to visit all right i got a good one it's not as much of a bummer but it's still uh it's still a poignant lyric um it's the Radiohead from Reckoner, because we separate like ripples on a blank shore. And, you know, in the verse preceding, it, he says, like, you are not to blame for bittersweet distractors uh, dedicated to all human beings. And, you know, 
that's uh i was thinking of it in the sense of like i've been talking about recently you know when you're kids and you have friends and you're all like in school or wherever you're kept together and as you grow older it's harder to keep up you have to put in Mm -hmm. the work like i feel like i hadn't seen you that much because our recording schedule was all off so it's like this is us unseparating coming together but then you can think of it politically in like the division and um to look at other people and not blame them for their bittersweet distractors understand that Mm -hmm. humans will get pulled in different directions but you know we're we're all out here yeah what the world needs now is empathy sweet empathy i was also gonna come up with a kanye lyric and then (laughs) this is really gross and stupid but okay so you know the uh kanye song school spirit from college dropout yes there's the part where he goes, I feel a whoop coming on, cuz. I feel a whoop coming on, cuz. <laughs> yes. There it was. And uh, sometimes when I have to poop, I sing to myself, I hear a poop coming on, cuz. I feel a poop coming on, cuz. <laughs> there it was. See, now, that you're, it's like you're singing that to me because I'm your yeah. cuz. You oh, that's true. Sh- every time you poop, just text, should just, you should just text me, I feel a poop coming maybe on, cuz. Uh, and then it's uh, a couple poops coming on, cuz. <laughs> There they was. So that works. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, this is best song ever, of course. And uh, Brian and I are on a quest to find the best song ever. We each pick three songs in secret and then reveal them to each other. And uh, if he plays a song I really love, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. If I play a song he really loves, he's going to give his stamp of approval, which is Papa Likey. So I'm going to get us started here. Because I wanted to start because I got a great poppy nug, a summer jam. Okay. And uh, I thought it would be a good note to start the show on. Uh, This comes from a talented young producer from the UK named Alex Crossan. His musical moniker is Muramasa. Have you ever heard of this guy? I don't think so. His uh, self-titled debut came out last year, and it featured the likes of ASAP Rocky, Designer, Charlie XCX, and Damon Albarn. Okay. And, Those are uh, some big names, right? buddy. He's also done remixes for the likes of Haim and Perfume Genius. Mm, nice. And he has his own fashion line, too, and he's only 22 years old. And so, What a fucking yeah. jerk. Those those Brits, man. They, <laughs> uh, they're hardworking. Come on. Slow yeah. it down a little bit. Spread it out for the rest of us. But he's pretty awesome. And uh, we're going to listen to his new song, Complicated. And the artist he works with on this is, like, one of my favorite vocalists around right now. I know you're a big fan as well. And she appeared on his last album. This is Nao. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nao is an awesome British singer-songwriter. I heard her back in 2016 with her album For All We Know. And she just recently had a single called Another Lifetime. Have you heard that song? Yeah, it's really good. Oh, my God. And I was going to try and play that song, and then I got this one, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get her on here in some way because uh, she's just amazing. And her vocal performance on both those songs. But this song is really cool, and uh, her vocals are amazing. She knocks it out of the park. And the beat that Muramasa puts together is awesome, too. Actually, earlier today... They just released a video, and um, before we started, we were watching the Travis Scott video for Stop Trying to Be God, yeah. and 
his video had these really cool like tur like turning cameras like taking a Dutch angle all the way around and that this sounds dirty. This video, what a Dutch angle! Yeah, <laughs> it's just tilting the camera. No, I, um, I don't. I think that's doing some <laughs> weird missionary style type sex position, but at a weird angle. Yeah, it's like a Dutch oven. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, um, but the the video for complicated was really cool, but it kind of made me nauseous because it's all those turning cameras. But it's it's sweet, and it'll like turn and then like go into these different rooms. It's showing this like house party. NPR's Catherine Zhang did a really good article about it, and he said, if everyone thinks back to the best night of their life, they'll realize that the reason it was so good was because of the people they were with. And that's why this is the best night of my life, Brian. Because I'm with you. Me? You. You are with me. Mm -hmm. It's it's like maybe, I don't know, in the top 75% of nights I've had. You're so complicated. Let's get into it. Here's Muramasa featuring Nao with Complicated. It's always about you, confess, fainted, into an ocean, blue wine, breaking. Unless we forget all of our regrets, I'm reading with you, I deeply do exalt you, darling I do. So 
that song yay, yay. uh you know i uh i'm i really like nail yes and um her her songs are incredible that she does on her own and she brings her vibe to this song which is just cool and interesting and her voice is strange and wonderful and it sounds like other songs of hers but also something uh different and more like top 40 centric but i'm right but i'm all right with that it also has a cool like caribbean vibe to it which i'm totally into yeah the boom, the dance hall boom. yeah I, I, thing, and yeah. i i like that a lot so yeah that was a great way to start the episode good job luke you did it yes yeah and her voice is really interesting and that's why yeah. i like it because it's kind of high even like a little nasally but that it's so powerful and she belts it out i just love it and yeah this is like i feel like it's a bit of a departure for him too you know he's done a lot of stuff for like rap and r&b before but not quite so poppy and this is like Mm. really some nice nice summer pop and uh he used the sort of like vibraphone marimba whatever the sort of chimes in uh the last song he did with Neo too on his last album. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like how he just so much percussion. I, I keep listening to it and picking up on new stuff because there's so much going on. And he said that it took him like months to finish this. And he like has never worked on a song this hard and that hard work paid off because there's so many different little elements coming in and out. I love the funky guitar those that marimba and all the just percussion that's constantly shifting and different sounds coming in and this song actually has production and co-writing by the man who made edm mainstream himself skrillex oh weird the bane of dubstep purists existence (laughs) Um, and yeah i guess he had like shelved this production and miramasa like took it over and uh what he did with it was great, and huh. it kind of has that classic like EDM pop uh-huh. like build up, but then it doesn't really explode once the drop comes. And in the second time, it actually like drops out most of the instrumentation. Yeah. And yeah, and I just love that little uh, little of like chopped up voice that comes after the chorus. It's like a second chorus. And I just wanted to read this last paragraph of the NPR piece. Uh, she says the complicated video reflects Crossan's appreciation for the real ways our lives unfold. There are small love stories embedded in it. Young people lounging on each other, sharing drinks in the bathroom, but they don't guarantee clean, everlasting love. And he says, love is a lot more nuanced than that. It's a lot more interesting. And uh, it's interesting because he's saying like love is a lot more it's not simple and that's what she's talking about like complicated this mm-hmm. person who uh like she's saying like she keeps going back you know there's something about you but it's not gonna be clean and simple it's messy and complicated but does it anyway and uh it's an awesome poppy nug and summer jam that i've been bumping while driving around in the summer sun and i suggest you do the same 
I shall. So that was Muramasa featuring Nao with Complicated. That's out now on Anchor Point Records. And I know Nao is currently working on an album, I believe, that hopefully will come out this year. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, stay tuned for both of them. They're both some awesome young British artists. Well, I'm going to continue us on a complicated love song vibe here uh and also quite poppy but in a different way um this is a kind of a pop punk song if you will Hmm, from i will uh yeah i know you will uh you will anything these days uh but this is from a band we have played before the uh new zealand four piece the beths do you remember them at all from the from podcast past i do the ghosts of podcast past the vets <laughs> yes um yeah i think we played them earlier this year they put out an ep and um with the intention of releasing a full-length album later in the year well that day has come my friend it's actually right now what it's out and it's very very good it builds upon the sounds they uh introduced in their first ep and really kind of explodes it you you have really great pop punk uh structure incredible guitar work and harmonies that harken back to the days of the beach boys and that kind of uh aesthetic this song is a a love song but it's complicated like we just talked about it's kind of uh but in a fun way not in the like um why do you have to go and make things so complicated you know right not the avril Lavigne way no it's more like um I was happy, unhappy before I met you, uh, pretty much. And you now occupy so much of my brain, I don't have time to waste my time on other things. And uh, the lyrics are fun. It's a great song, and I just want to listen to it because I love it. So let's do it. Let's do it, Scott Pruitt. <laughs> this is the Beths with Happy Unhappy.
Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy that song. <laughs> um that was a nice uh nice poppy nug, pop punky nug, and uh I like I like the sentiment behind it of the sort of as you grow older and let different people in your life, you know, you have to sacrifice having time and mental space for things. That part where she says something about remembering the actor who was in that yeah. film. She needs me around because I remember I know a shit ton of actors in films. That's what See, there you go. Just find yourself a right? Luke and then you're all right. That's, or I don't know, maybe well, a, a, I'm one of a kind. A so. Luke at, you know. Yeah. I don't know what her her preference is. Right. Or a non giant gender binary Luke. Yeah. But uh my friend used to like sort of tout me around as a party trick be like say any actor luke will know whatever they're in because i have a weird memory and watch too much shit was that and they they did that until you um had a breakdown i remember hearing about this you had a complete breakdown and someone asked you about russell crowe and you're like gladiator are you not entertained and And then you just freaked out and you're saying are you not entertained are you not entertained and then you like punch someone you thought they were a tiger go- coming and then at i you. was and i was over at the wall just like writing down like he's in a beautiful mind he's in nightmares rough they're like luke you know like, get the fuck off man right yeah 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 i, yeah. I remember all this uh, so i've tried yeah. not to but you want to try and stump me give me a give me an actor i'll tell you some shit they were in so, so <laughs> try and remember so, an actor that you saw and you're like oh what were what else were they in Column Fjord. I'm out of the game. I mean, I don't really do this anymore. We talked about I had a breakdown, so I, I really should refrain. I uh, think I'm going to sit this one out. I win! Uh, Column Fjord is, of course, my aunt's friend from Canada who was in a couple scenes in Face Off as the doctor... <laughs> Who took the faces wow, off? Wow, what an honor! Yeah, he was also in some other stuff. I didn't know you were like in the presence of royalty. Yeah, I've never met him or or anything, but he's apparently a nice Canadian man. Um, he, I think he was in like the Tudors TV show for oh, okay. like as a pretty main character. So nice. So I, I, I stumped you. You did. Now I'm gonna be looking up his IMDb page later. Next time. Anyway. This song was great. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. What What are we talking about? Oh yeah, the Beths. Um, yeah, the Beths. <laughs> if you like this song, you're gonna love the album because it's like a nonstop riff fest, my friend. What? You've been to Rib Fest, but have you ever I, been to Riff Fest? I have not. No, you should probably go. Uh, it's only like 30 minutes long uh, of an album to go to Riff Fest, nice. and um, yeah, it's it's great. I like the lyric a lot in the chorus. Um, I was fine on my own, slow and steady like a dial tone. Like it, right. it's it's there's a humor to it and kind of like showing like the mon- mundane aspects of life of just like being fine, settled in, and being unhappy and like having things that you waste your time with and that you don't enjoy and you're not in a good place. But it's kind of you get comfortable in that space. Yeah, and that's I like that idea of happy, unhappy, where you're like. I, you're comfortable in being unhappy and right. you get some weird bittersweet sort of joy out of different things so yeah definitely check this album out it's out right now again 
this was the Beths with Happy Unhappy from Future Me Hates Me, which is out now on Car Park Records. They do fun stuff with words like Happy Unhappy and Future Me Hates Me. And then yeah. and then they write words for their songs, too, that are fun. I mean, they, they're crazy. They are crazy. Speaking of crazy, I got no segue. <laughs> ah, Yes. <laughs> um what's what's uh Narls barkley you got a Narls barkley song for us oh i wish they broke up years ago oh, good okay. band though saying elsewhere that was a good album all right although here's here's a segue would you say when CeeLo got up to the mic at uh Narls barkley shows he would sing notes and he would be like la 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 so to speak you know oh absolutely yeah i think he he definitely did that every time yeah well that's my next artist the band's name is la 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 have you oh, heard perfect. of this uh it sounds vaguely familiar but i i don't know um this is a band from chicago and uh, it's the musical project of lily west who's originally from london and moved with her family to la and then to chicago and she became a part of the DIY Chicago music scene and used her songs as a way to process her experience, which often involved toxic relationships and partying around the city with beloved friends. And, you know, I'm a songwriter myself, and I feel like a lot of stuff I write is me talking to myself, sort of. Mm -hmm. Whether critiquing choices or giving, like, wisdom to my past self and uh it is a good way to process you know i think that's how a lot of artists use it to process stuff they're going through and uh it is weird how all of your songs start with hey there luke hey there how you doing i got something to tell you it's like yeah i heard that line in every other song of yours but hey if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah Uh, i think it might be broke though yeah her debut came out in 2016 and you know she talks about things like drinking too much with those uh friends and these toxic relationships and she decided to quit drinking and went on tour and tried out these new songs that she was writing and uh they are now coming out on her sophomore album the lamb and she signed to hardly art now and released this song destroyer it's about Dan Behar and uh, how funny his voice is when he says Times Square. <laughs> cool. No, it's not about that. Oh. It's actually about her favorite type of spaceship in the Star Wars movies, Star Destroyers. Ah. No, it's not about oh. any Is of it that. about the, the game Battleship and when you sink a destroyer? I wish, but alas, it is not. What is it about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's about shit man cue it up man i'm ready (laughs) um but uh hold on i want to talk about uh my reaction when i first listened to it you know we've talked about my like musical add and i kind of slept on this because i was like oh it's kind of like dreamy it's like sludgy post-punk with dream pop which the more i listen to it i'm like it's a really cool kind of unique sound and I think I was just like lumping it in with like groups like Girl Pool and Frankie Cosmos and being mm-hmm. like, oh, she's singing soft. This is boring. I was a fool and I revisited it and really loved it. And so uh, let's let's check it out. And Brian, I just want you to know that you are the reason 
my heart broke behind my back. I am? Yes. So we'll, we'll find out why well, as we listen to okay. Destroyer. Well, I'm sorry about that. By La 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 La. There's definitely a, like, sludgy murkiness to the verses, for sure, that I, I like and reminds me of, like, kind of gr- a grungy song or something from yeah. the 90s. And then it opens up into a really interesting chorus that is kind of bright in a way, even though it's kind of depressing lyrically. Uh, it's about me breaking your heart behind your back. Uh, right is that yeah that's that's exactly what the song you're the destroyer about. i am the destroyer 
and uh but no i i enjoyed it i i thought there were some cool synth sounds like there was a weird icy synth that was kind of low yeah, low in the mix it's there. very like random and not consistent through no and i thought which is fun a cool but, choice yeah i'm interested to to check out uh la 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 more well in the first album i just listened to the whole thing today and it's really cool and there's like some like more chill songs like this but it rocks pretty hard so i'd be interested to see if there's still going to be some like higher energy sort mm-hmm. of fuzzed out ones on the new album too but um you know it kind of reminds me of complicated just this sort of toxic relationship like uh saying like i've never met anyone else like you which could be like a positive but it sounds like it it's kind of a negative too because they're breaking her heart behind her back and Mm -hmm. being a destroyer stereo gum said about the album at its core the lamb is an album about lack of control it operates between two poles shifting between paranoia about the apocalypse and the insular struggle of rewiring your brain during struggles with addiction. And that's just something Mm. that we've talked about a lot recently. Uh, the relationship between like more global struggles and, uh, your own personal struggles. Yeah. But I was a fool and slept on this song and it's, it's really beautiful and awesome. And I'm excited to see what she's got planned for the rest of the album. So that was La 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 with Destroyer from The Lamb out September 28th on Hardly Art. Oh, and there's this movie where uh, she uh, dates this jazz singer. It's called La 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 Land. Oh, yeah. It's coming out. That's cool. That, that, was, that, was, a fun, uh, that was a fun movie about um jazz and jasmine jazz you know just living in jazz (laughs) i don't know what that was all about submerged in jazz (laughs) just taking a jazz bath there's nothing like a nice jazz bath you know yeah i love a jazz bath um oh by the way uh la 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 is playing with level up and why two awesome bands that we played on this very pod yeah so, that sounds like a fun a yeah. fun uh, group of artists there yeah so if you're in toronto or ohio check out those shows well i every episode every single episode i open and i call you my dear dear cousin and you know why that is because you're my cousin yeah and you're very dear dear to me uh we are actually cousins and we share family members because we're in the same family yes right Mm -hmm. so um this next song makes me think about uh the the overall um message of the song reminds me of your father and his relationship to aunt trudy as it relates to her making benusex okay so, okay. Benusex are a Christmas tradition in our family. A Comes, Christmas treat. It, it's their French cookies, uh, kind of uh, fried dough with powdered sugar on them. An orange peel in yeah. the dough. Yeah, they're delicious. They're so good. And um, your dad gets upset when Aunt Trudy makes them because she doesn't even like them. She doesn't eat them. She doesn't know about them. Can like, I tell how, you something? Yeah. I get upset when Aunt Trudy makes them because they shit. No, I'm just kidding. They're fine, but my dads are much better. 
your dads are much better because he understands like he he enjoys them he gets in with them he likes them and he knows how to make them yes. better right um maybe that's why i love christmas so much because i remember just being a kid and like walking through the kitchen and there was mm. just like hundreds yep. of benyasex everywhere and i was just chomping them down just chomping them yeah they're they're good stuff so just that idea of um not understanding something you create fully is uh basically going to come out as good what yeah. this song is about and it comes from a producer and turntablist and dj hero a track uh have, are you mm. familiar with a track's work over the last 20 years i am i can't think of what exactly right now but i know that's a name i know he he produces a lot he puts out a lot of like mixes and there was a older kind of i don't know it, it's not really a mashup but uh album but it was like a dj set where he you know mashed songs up in a way that mm -hmm. i absolutely loved and i was thinking about I, I need to go revisit that and uh yeah he's been around for 20 years he has started uh the label fool's gold oh Nice. Which, yeah, and he made that to give a voice to up-and-comers across different genres and styles. He's just a super cool guy who makes really good music. Michael Christmas is on Fool's Gold. I played him a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, nice. I, I thought it sounded familiar to something we had just played. Yeah. Um, but he just put out a, a new one-off single with vocals from a New York house legend named Todd Terry. And there are a lot of... Um, great lyrics in here about mainly about um record digging and bedroom beat making but it's also about so much more to me i i get a, a few different life lessons from this song and the the one mainly is connecting with what you're creating or connecting with what is important to you and having that empathy to really understand all the facets of of the things that you're involved in so let's take a listen to the song this is a track featuring todd terry with dj's gotta dance more
song was great i really liked the conversational nature of it mm-hmm. who who was that doing the vocals there todd terry is his name i had not heard of him before but i'm interested to check him out he's a new york house legend yeah as, as the press release says so and like you said it's specific to djing but mm-hmm. also can extend to just life in general like you gotta get out and dance with your people you gotta get connected to what you're doing throw yourself into it fully and make your own style, you know, and that can just apply to making your own life the way you want it to be. And, uh, yeah, I like, it's a good sentiment that, uh, works on a specific level and a very broad level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I really love the idea of, you know, creating your own style, feeling the groove and making your own vibe and, and doing that in your own life in general right um and not being afraid to say something different because um that you know that's uh the most interesting interesting thing to say um yeah i i really like it it also like that sentiment and him talking to his mom 
in the in the song as well you know pretty much like saying mom i love that story yeah you know it reminds me of my relationship with my mother in high school who allowed me to create my own style allowed me to um dye my hair crazy weird colors dress in really shitty ugly uh clothes (laughs) (laughs) like uh you know i I did it as a form of protest in our in our nice school of everyone wearing you know abercrombie and all this stuff and i bought really gross uh thrift store clothes kind of uh you know creating my own style doing my own thing and i've always appreciated that um that my mom let me do that she could have easily been like you don't you don't want to do this but um she she knew it was in a good a a good uh place and all that nice yeah and as a like editor and like i said a songwriter myself i can appreciate the going over something and Mm -hmm. you know it's like someone hasn't done that they'd be like okay why are you i remember i was editing some video back in college and someone who like knew nothing about it was like what are you doing because i just kept playing like the same word i'm like i'm (laughs) working on this part i gotta get it good and uh yeah so i can relate to that but it's a that's a fun little uh anecdote he put in there he says you gotta create your own style and i'm confused as to why we're doing that for jason derlotka and john ehrlich who are the composers on the they made the house music, the music for the TV show House. Oh my gosh. And it's like, oh, yeah. why are we doing it for them? Shouldn't we just be doing it for ourselves? Like, why Jason and John, you know? Well, it, the the music in House is really what tied the show together. Yeah, yeah, you could say the doctor that was an asshole mm-hmm. that did the pills, take, blah, take blah, the blah, drugs. blah. You could say his neighbor, the, doctor, the British that had, pretty boy. And... That had the fence in front right. of his face, Wilson. And I loved how wacky the music got whenever Wilson was around. Right. I was like... Yeah, and like... Yeah, and like Jonathan Taylor Thomas was yeah. in there and stuff. But no, like that was the best part of, of House. Yeah, so... I get it. I mean, we should be really doing as much as we can for those guys because we all owe it to them. Yeah, their their careers have really been destroyed after the scandal with uh, the music. Did, did you hear about that? No. They got turned down for uh, the music for Scandal, and it oh. just, just ruined their careers. That's too bad. So well, true. Scandal. You, you get them next time, guys. So that was A-Track featuring Todd Terry with DJ's Gotta Dance More, which is out now on Fool's Gold Records. And, you know, people out there, dance with your people. Yeah. Feel the vibe with them in whatever way that uh, resonates with you. And dance with your sheeple. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Hopefully you have sheeple (laughs) because it's so much fun to have sheeple. They'll do anything you want. Anything. They're mindless drones. Um, All right. Well, I'm really happy to play this last song because this is an artist I love. And I don't know anything about your experience with them, but I've been waiting for a new album from this guy for years. I'm super glad he's back. This is Phosphorescent. Oh, yeah. It is the musical project of Matthew Hauk. And uh, I heard him, like a lot of people, in 2013 with the release of his album Muchacho. Yep, same Um, here. You uh, were not familiar with him before that? Um, I think I went back and listened to older stuff after yeah. Muchacho. Because he's, he's been around since like the early 2000s, but really gained notoriety and critical acclaim with that album. And 
I love that um I listened to it again today and Song for Zula just mm, that's wrecks me every yeah. time when he says I saw love disfigure me into something I was not recognizing. Mm. Ah. So good. Um and a really unique sound. It has this sort of dusty western vibe but with these really like elaborate uh compositions like orchestral and electronic and then with some like guitar rock in there as well and yeah it i just constantly think how can you do that how can you do that how exactly how can you do that and uh his voice is very distinct it has a sort of like cracking like quiver to it that just fits perfectly with this sort of western style and it's been five years since uh the release of muchacho and in that time, he fell in love, left New York for Nashville, became a father, built a studio from the ground up by hand, and became a father again. And somewhere along the way, what? he nearly died of meningitis. So How can you do that? <laughs> right? And so a lot of major life events in this five-year period. And he said, these significant moments in life can really make you feel your insignificance. And it's a paradox, I guess, that these wildly profound events simultaneously highlight that maybe none of this matters at all, which I feel like that's a something I can relate to. I mean, I haven't really gone through anything as major as that, but you can see how it's like sometimes when you're just the center of your own story mm-hmm. and you're just focused on that, it feels very significant and, and then you can think of it as something like that will make you realize that you're just sort of like a piece of a much larger story and everyone's sort of contributing their own piece. And that could be like comforting sort of, or depressing to make you feel like things are pointless. Depends on how you uh, interpret it. But the name of the album is say la vie, which means that's life or such is life, you know? And uh, so I feel like it's that idea of like resigning to the ways life throws you around and changes you and uh, sort of freeing thing of like as much as you work and make choices to push your life in a certain direction, you really don't kind of have control. And uh, that idea extends to the recording process, too, because he said, Oh yeah, this process is positively filled with moments where you go, what exactly the hell is it that I'm doing here? And the answer always comes back a resounding, I don't know. So it's the flip side of where you're talking about DJs need to dance more, be completely involved in every part of it. Right. But then I, and as I say, I write songs sometimes too, and sometimes you don't necessarily know where things are coming from, but you follow it anyway and maybe find the meaning later or or don't but um he did say that recording this album did feel more intuitive and there's a song that he meant to change a lyric for but the recording they did was the first time he played it and the first time the band had heard it so he like felt like he captured something special hmm. so you know on the muchacho he really like perfected his sound and now this feels like he's uh just sort of slipping into that old groove but also bringing some new stuff to the table um all right i've been talking long enough let's listen to this first song released from the album here's phosphorescent with new birth in new england (laughs) 
was sitting at a bar in New England. I was thinking about another beer. I had a lady playing on a piano. Yeah, I was like, and now I got to my ears. So hey, I like it how you play that piano. She just said, honey, what are you doing here? So when I'm sitting at a bar.
Yeah, Papa Likey, that song. Ka-chunk. For, for sure. Um, it, it didn't like totally sound like Paul Simon, but it reminded me oh. of a Paul Simon song, just like the the chorus of Don't I Know Ya with this like soulful lyrics and also just the like kind of jauntiness of it um i i really appreciated and liked i feel like this is his like most accessible and likable side that i've heard yeah that's good because i was trying to think of like what it reminds me of like that sound because yeah it's very like celebratory but it Mm -hmm. still has that sort of western vibe that's kind of breezy um the just the sort of scene he sets reminds me of like a Tom Waits song where he's sitting at the bar yeah. Um, and this woman's playing the piano and then he talks to her and she's like, don't I know you? And it just clicked with me listening this last time. The second verse, I think, is supposed to be about like his kids or one of them because he mm. says the uh, the first time I laid eyes on you, your mom burst into tears and then like saying, don't I know you in that sense of like mm. being connected to someone, you know. Like, I always like that idea that, like, we all know each other in past lives and, like, our connections are just different in each life that we live, you know? So, that was, uh, it just clicked with me listening. I've listened to it a bunch of times. It's funny how, like, sometimes it just will, like, hear a lyric a certain way and you're like, oh, that's what he's talking about. But, yeah, I'm really happy he's back and this sound is just awesome. There's that kind of floaty interlude in the mm, middle that yeah. reminds me of like Sufjan. And I was listening to a Muchacho and there was a part that he kind of just reminded me of Sufjan, not in their styles, like are very different, I feel mm-hmm. like, but in just his approach to like crafting the songs. And, you know, he really was kind of coming up the same time as like your Sufjans or your Nationals and even though he's not such a classic to me like like they are um maybe right. took him a little longer to gain notoriety i feel like he does have that sort of uh style sometime he is of that era and it mm-hmm. comes through even though he has his own sort of distinct sound yeah for sure you know that that um part where it breaks down there that you were just talking about um i think when i heard it the first time i was at work and i wasn't really able to pay attention and so it was like i don't know a little jarring it's a little jarring still but i think really paying attention listening with like nice headphones like that part's beautiful i really enjoy it and then it comes back in with the song again it was it was cool and i much more appreciated it or i appreciated it much more uh this time around uh and i am very excited the all the instrumentation just was fantastic. I don't know what he specifically plays uh, instrument-wise, but um, it, it's just a really, really well-crafted song. It, yeah, and I obviously love the like choral backup vocals. Oh, yeah. That totally makes the chorus, and uh, it reminds me of like uh, me and Julio down by the schoolyard, mm-hmm. or you can call me Al or something. Now that you say that, yep. that like again, it just clicked right when you said that. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm smart. I do. I say good things. You're you, know? you a gotta smart listen to me, guy. All right. Well, that was phosphorescent with New Birth in New England from Say La Vie out October 5th on Dead Oceans. Well, you know, Kendrick Lamar has famously said, "Bitch, don't kill my vibe." But mm-hmm. I'm happy he didn't say Brian don't kill my vibe because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm about to do, which is I'm going to kind of take our vibe down a bit. 
I'm gonna kill it. Um, I mean, he basically did say that. I'm you're, no. you're basically your middle name is bitch. So. No, it's not. It's James. Oh, okay. I <laughs> thought it was bitch. You always say that, but it's not. Um, so yeah, I'm, well, let's talk a little bit about depression and anxiety. Let's do it. Um, great note to end the show on, <laughs> isn't it? I know. I was, I was actually gonna play this song earlier, so I didn't end this end the show it. with it. But let's, do uh, it. let's get into it. I just felt like you know I had to move my songs around a little bit. Um, so we both have experience with depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and, um, for me, if I try to explain those feelings to someone who might not understand, uh, I use the metaphor of a wave. Like it, it just kind of washes over you without your control. You don't know like how long it's going to end or when it's going to go, uh, go away. You feel like you're drowning in it. And, um, you're struggling to stay above water and even be heard or be able to, um, get your bearings whatsoever. And like, sometimes you can ride the wave better than others. Some are bigger than others. Some are not that bad. And you know, some just like pull you under in the undertow for a bit. Um, and, uh, I don't, I don't know if you have a a way of describing depression, but that's kind of how I have experienced it. Well, it's interesting because there's a song I wrote talking about like addiction and, you know, obviously like alcohol and something like that, you often described as a wave. And I sort of described it that way of like trying to swim and sinking. And, um, those often go hand in hand. You Mm -hmm. know, we talked about earlier with, uh, la 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 heard like, Uh, struggles with addiction and um yeah i think i think that's a really good way to describe it i feel like i don't know i think some of my depression anxiety has more been situational but there's definitely been those times where it does feel out of your control and it yeah Mm -hmm. like comes in cycles sort of yeah um and i this this song i don't know is specifically about depression anxiety it seems a little bit about um being frustrated with yourself and have having anxiety for the way you handle something um but the whole album uh is about a cycle of darkness and renewal and and it this song sounds like the wave that i have experienced in sonic form actually um there are uh the when the song gets into the chorus it feels like um she is shouting like over the water and it's building up all around Mm. her. That's, that's how I experienced this song. It's from someone I had never heard before. First song I've, you know, I've ever heard from them obviously. And I loved it so much on first listen and, um, have loved it more and more each time. It's from a DC native Jules Hale who makes music under the name Denmate. And she does most of the instrumentation. She also has a band as well. She's a relative newcomer to the to the music game. This is her sophomore album that's coming out. And um, I, I love the opening lyric of this song. Let's see if you can catch it. We'll, we'll, we'll unpack it afterwards. Let's listen to Denmate with the song Sick. Thank you. 
That was really pretty and like twinkly, but does have this sort of feeling of shouting over the waves, like mm-hmm. you're saying. I believe that first line was, I ate my words today. Was that it? Yep. And then the follow up, which is. I uh, missed that part. Oh, okay. Um, I ate my words today with such a bitter taste. Mm. Um, yeah. See, and I wonder if that makes you think of what I'm thinking of because I feel like it's part of anxiety is like reanalyzing and overthinking mm-hmm. things you said or did, which like I feel like over the past like five, seven years, I have sort of trained my mind not to do that as much and to not dwell on things so much, but obviously I still do. Oh, yeah. And um, like I was just doing started doing improv and just this week like did it actually in front of people small audience and like in the class i would do the same thing where it's like some stupid joke i made that didn't work and i'll like later at night i'll be like dwelling on it man that was so dumb but then it's like (laughs) but move on to the next thing you know what's the point in dwelling it was dumb it didn't work so i'll move on to something that will be better next time for sure yeah i constantly relive mundane conversations and exactly (laughs) like that mean absolutely nothing and people probably never have a second thought about but it just like plays over and over again in the mind it can be like feel like so like oh my god how could i be so stupid and it's like totally innocuous and yeah and it really makes you think like is the mind a terrible thing to waste i don't know i don't know if it is you know like the mind kind of sucks sometimes maybe we should just waste our minds it does um who would uh, someone with some comedian I saw was tweeting today about the mind being weird. Like, oh, as Ben Schwartz tweeted something about some old song being stuck in his head. And I fucking, okay, when I'm sitting at work, sometimes usually I'm listening to like music or podcasts, but like recently, if I'm not listening to something, some stupid fucking song will get stuck in my head that Uh-oh. I only know a part to. Was the other day I was like working and for hours just on a loop was the cold beer on a friday night <laughs> pair of jeans fit just right oh I, my god <laughs> like i couldn't tell you the last Weird. time i heard that song and yeah it's always like a song i hate and i cannot get it out of my head i had a kind of a s- sort of similar experience um this weekend hanging out with friends and someone put on this 90s alternative rock song from a band called gob <laughs> and i loved it so much but i have not heard that song 20 years easy right and you like knew all of it. i knew every yeah. every uh yeah i, I knew it it's so much and i was just it's blown away by like remembering all the words and the, the melody everything about it see uh, so the brain does some cool shit too uh, that's yeah, the other so. side of the coin yeah. with what my brain does and this brings us back to the the whole theme of the album which is this cycle of darkness and renewal you know like i was just in a place of darkness thinking i wanted to waste my mind and then cycled around to remembering no like there there's good good parts about it it can be uh, a treasure not just a piece of garbage um so yeah don't waste your minds where is my mind did you check your butt oh i knew i had a butt mind there it is so that was done mate with sick from i'm not sure how to pronounce this lucky lock <laughs> Lock. I can tell you it probably isn't that. Hello, <laughs> C E K E. Ooh, cool. 
which is out September 28th on Babe City Records. Check it out. It's good stuff. I've listened to it. I like it. Babe City, I think that's uh, next door to Fucktown where we were talking about on Bachelor in Paradise. All, I, well, yeah, and all that uh, record label is missing is Pig in the, and then it would be my favorite movie of all time. Ayo, Ed Harris. <laughs> is he in Babe Pig in the oh, Wait, no, Big I'm City? mixing him up with that other guy. Uh, the the guy that was I'm in mixing Babe. him up with James Cromwell, I believe his name is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who knows actors now? Me. <laughs> Bringing it all full circle. That's good. All right. One last thing to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shout. <laughs> I got two Fox bands. First off, Foxtrot, uh, with Meditations Two, reached out to play a song from that. And their email didn't work, so <laughs> fix your shit, Foxtrot. <laughs> um, second, got Foxing. Oh, near my God, that's an amazing album. I played them on the pod too. Uh, Moses Sumney, I played him his last album mm-hmm. back in Deep Red 2014. He has a new song that's all about police brutality. It's amazing. And last, Delta Sleep, Ghost City. Uh, they're like a math rocky type band. Pretty cool. I personally don't think police brutality is awesome. I, if you just the said, song was awesome, you just said police brutality is awesome. I Let did the record not. show. Rewind the tape. Luke said, "I said police brutality is awesome." The song. All right, I've got Tom Berlin, who I played on the podcast with the album At Weddings. That's gonna be a good one for show for show. That's where I've been this summer. At weddings. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't got another one at the end of the month Ugh, stop it yeah um also uh the baths who i played on this uh episode yeah, baths. uh future me hates me check that one out um another uh band i'm interested in is the side project of the lead singer of the toronto punk band grays and it's called mm. golden drag i've heard um oh that's the name of the the band the album is pink sky i've heard a couple songs and it's super cool and weird i'm grays are cool excited yeah gray's great um yeah that's that's what i got sir cool well that's gonna do it for us this week as always head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com and check out all the great stuff over there you can find us on the tweets and such at best song ever pod and uh if you want to give us a review you enjoy our show that would be great give us some stars yeah why don't you do that uh, and we'd like to thank our buddies in the band Congress uh, for letting us use their song Pond Fight as our theme song. Forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you don't let the bastards stop you from creating your own style. <laughs> this is the best song ever. I messed that up.